All right, guys, welcome to Across the Board. This is your live video feed from Strategic Strength and Conditioning, our weekly live video feed and podcast. So you're done here. Make sure you hop over. Once we get this podcast, you can listen to it while you're driving. I'm your host, by the way, Coach B. I'm joined by two co-hosts today. I've got Coach Elise and Coach Kelly sitting with me. Uh, we may get a special guest star later on. If you hear somebody moving around in the back, somebody squatting here. I'm gonna try to drag them on too. Um, anyway, so this week we're specifically talking about sort of reviewing your year in fitness. Um, a lot of people, this seems like a pretty simple thing to do, but a lot of people don't understand sort of why you want to do it, how to go about it. Uh, some folks build themselves up too much and think the year was more than what it was, while other folks think they didn't do quite enough. And really, there's like there's there's not a perfect amount in there um, enough or too much or anything. But really, we just want to keep uh, an even keel and a simple mindset of continued growth along the way, and making sure that we're not thinking that we're further along and we stop working on certain things that we should, or vice versa, think that we didn't do enough and start off our new year trying to fill in too many holes at once. So that's sort of where we're going to start off. Um, pretty simple. Uh, for me, like my year had uh, some ups and downs, but for the most part, I'm really satisfied with my year in fitness and some of the things that I accomplished. Um, I was able to do, a, a, once I decided to not compete anymore um, and focus more on growing my business and everything. I was able to lean out really well. I used my CrossFit program and my nutrition program to sort of bring that down. It worked really well. Uh, once I got to a point where I wanted to see a little bit different result, I changed some things up, experimented, learned a new uh, methodology with nutrition that works really well for me as well, uh, and got leaner than I've been in 10 years. Managed to knock out a three-mile run or running three miles in a day. Um, on the course of that, and that those are big things for me. Those are big benchmarks. So it shows that I um, that I sort of definitely made some improvements along the way. Earlier at the year, I was doing a lot more weightlifting. I was squatting in the 400s and deadlifting just under five. I don't think those numbers are quite there now, and I don't really know because I did unfortunately suffer shoulder injury towards the end of the year. But I've been able to be mature about how I'm approaching that and focusing more on nutrition and smart movement and everything and actually getting my physical therapy done for once along the way too. So some big things happened for me in fitness and I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about them along the way and use them anecdotally as we talk to these two about their year. Um, but what I really want to do is kind of go and they don't really know, like they don't have a script or anything on this one. I'm just kind of throwing them to the wolves and I'm going to see what they think about their year and how we can kind of coach them up. And you guys can kind of see if any of it applies to you, you know, uh, or anything that we say is applicable to you. Then there you go. If you have questions along the way, please shoot us a question on here. I'll answer it. And uh, if you see this later, past the live video feed, uh, make sure you shoot us a question via email and we'll answer it either straight to you via email or on the next time we get on here, okay? So, without further ado, let's figure out what these guys did for the year. Uh, I want to start off with you, Coach Elise, because you definitely hit some big benchmarks that you've been waiting to hit for a few years now. Um, so, let's just get right into it. What did you do? What was your like, year like, sort of start to finish, and goods and bad? So, I kind of I hit the ground running first thing in the spring. I started a run program to get my cardio up. Uh, did really well, was happened um, to uh, run a lot. And I could have run more, I will say that. But the fact is that I was very, you know, 
thought into running. So to be able to start that was really well. And more importantly is it attributed to me finally getting um, with, uh, with one of my fellow athletes, Lawrence. Thank you very much, buddy. Training partner for life. Right. Uh, we got our trifecta, so we completed the Spartan Sprint, the Spartan Super, and the Spartan Beast. Oh, shit. Oh, and Matt. That. Matt did it with us, too. He kind of hopped on last minute. Uh, did Matt do all three? Matt did all three. Matt did all three. Yeah, right, he's with us right. for all of them. So he just randomly he jumped did. in. Awesome. Um, so three of us did that, and then we had an extra, which is Coach Ron, come with yeah. us on the actual on the Beast. beast. Uh, by the way, it's supposed to be 13.1 miles, but was not 13.1 miles. It's closer to 15 and uh, a half. It's crazy. I learned a lot about my mental, about my mindset and mental toughness on that. Uh, really, like especially on the beast, really skirted the line on what I what I was mentally capable of on that one. But I learned a lot as as a person on that, and it has pushed me into starting my first time trial in this upcoming year. So, um, and then I took a little bit of a rest period after that. I've uh, been kind of deloading for the past two months, now working on my mobility and going to hit the ground run, running starting January 1st. Yep. You also, um, like during that deload, you learned a little bit about just fitness because you've been in, like you've always been relatively fit and athletic. She played sports and everything. She was also in the military and stuff. So she's been in, like fitness has been a part of her life, but hasn't been like, her life until what, like six years ago or seven years when we got into CrossFit and started coaching and everything. So now that she's been dedicated to learning movement and fitness for a long time and stuff, she got to see sort of how when you take a break from like you know, it was only a few months, but or not even really months really, it was like a couple weeks off really. I mean, she was still working out a little bit, but she wasn't training for like a month or two. And then we did that Clovis workout, which you did partition off till it's just a chunk of it. But still, it's a pretty it's a pretty big deal to knock out a three-mile run and 45 burpee pull-up straight through without really doing any train-ups through. Uh, most people can't just walk in off the street and do that. So uh, you learn something about yourself and about what fitness does there too, right? Absolutely. Uh, I also did a lot of playing around with my nutrition. I didn't completely nail it down uh, like I wanted to kind of let it slide, especially as I got closer to uh, doing the, the beast. I was just looking at eating as much food as possible. But I, I, I found my personal formula for success, and I'm really looking forward to doing that in the next year. Which is huge, which is huge. A lot of people review their year, and they look at, like, numbers. They look at, I lifted this much weight. I did this many workouts. I did this time on this benchmark workout. Or I scored this in the open. And they don't look at things like that, like what did you do to get there? So Coach Elise is already like head and shoulders above a lot of people because while she did knock out this huge thing, she also knows that she found something that works for her in there. And it wasn't just a matter of like mental toughness and will. Like she knows that she needs to recreate this thing to be able to do, or her nutrition portion, to be able to perform as well as she did. So she's now looking forward to recreating that and seeing what she's learned with movement, how that makes things better. Really important because a lot of people go into their next year and they can't figure out why they're not getting the same results as that last year. And it's like, well, you were on your nutrition all this point in time and now you're, you're skipping meals or drinking beer and eating chicken wings and stuff. You weren't doing that last year, but you weren't keeping track of that. You're only tracking the numbers. Make sure that you track everything that you're doing and be realistic with yourself like she just was. You know, and that's important. I think that's a big thing that you're like, I'm looking forward to this and getting that back on track during race season to see 
how that works now that you know what works for you. Yeah, I've just been kind of taking the time between Christmas and New Year's to kind of reset everything, set my goals in in an appropriate way so then they're achievable. They're not so outlandish, but they're not so easy that I can nail them by February because nobody needs a goal that you can accomplish by February. Uh, And that keeps me on track so then I can hit the ground running when it's time to go. Yep. Now, let's get over to you, Coach K. How was your year in fitness? Did you have ups, downs, lefts, rights, sideways? Is there anything big that you achieved that you wanted to or maybe didn't achieve that you wanted to? Um, so it was all right. Um, I got my first 200-pound deadlift, which you I was did. proud of, but I didn't do as much as I wanted to. I think I need to tune back into nutrition and getting like more consistent with training. Um, but I did, I learned a lot, I think this year. I'm just kind of focusing on like the knowledge, uh, learning how to coach you guys and yeah. I, I don't have as much to say as you. Well, I think, and this is one of the reasons why I want to do this. Like, again, I think you have a little bit more that you just don't really see because there was a lot of time where you weren't training, training. Um, you had the back things, you had other stressors in your life that would limit like how much you could go on. You do have, um you do have some like issues with certain foods and everything like mess your stomach and stuff like that too so there's things that you're working around and you were still able to actually come in and get work like while you didn't you're not in the shape that you were when we were training one-on-one and really really like into it every day and all that stuff uh you still held a very good physique along the way and you're still relatively fit like you went out you ran one mile did 15 burpee pull-ups and you're not a runner and you suffer from back issues and you hadn't been training up before that at all so that's a big deal you also did the open this year you knocked out all five workouts in that and again it enticed a lot of those uh, it kind of brought up some of those back issues and stuff along the way but at the same time you beasted a lot of those workouts and pushed through and showed you have a certain level of mental toughness as well and that's i think that was a, a big thing that you're sort of underselling here yeah um, and furthermore a lot of the stuff like you were intermittent with your training but you were training more than you think you hopped in with either me or elise and did like little lunch things here and there on the side there was a lot of times that you just spent goofing around and i know that people don't associate playing as training and it's it's not necessarily training like if you have some like if kelly has a strong woman competition coming up then playing around and hanging on rings and pull-up bars and goofing around there is not training for that competition. But since she's not training for anything specifically, any real movement or workouts or anything physical that you're doing and just working on bettering a movement pattern is training because you're training to better yourself at your day-to-day stuff or life. So you were training along the way. It was just more just broad in general. You were moving around. You started doing a little yoga here and there with us. You get in the, the swing and get upside down and stretch up your hips and stuff. You get on the GHD all the time now and work on your hamstrings and things. And there's little pieces along the way that you definitely grab. And those are habits that you didn't have because you weren't working here at the gym quite as much before. And even before it was like, okay, come and clean the gym, work out jet. So now you're like here a lot more and you're picking up some of those habits. I think that's very positive because that's kept you fitter for considering that you didn't train the way that we did the last two years. You right. know what I mean? You still maintain a lot because of those things. So. Thank you. No problem. Now it's huge, guys. Again, this is one of the reasons why I want to hop on, on here is because a lot of people sort of undersell what they've done 
And again, there are cases, and I don't have any here, where people sort of oversell uh, what they've done as well. Um, and I'm not, again, going to go into so much goal setting right now because I want to talk about that in depth next week and give it its own real piece. But remember, it's important to have, like, if you achieve a big goal, like Kelly hit that 200-pound deadlift, but you can tell she's not satisfied. Like, she's got a lifetime goal in the deadlift, too. She's got a number somewhere. I don't know what it is, and it's fine if I never do. But she's got a number somewhere that she'd like to hit. You know what I mean? And clearly 200 pounds is a benchmark along the way that made an impact because she remembered it very well. And most people do when you hit those 100, 200, you know, so on along the way. But it's clear that that, that was a big thing, but there's more to be done. So she wasn't like, okay, now I just don't have to work on it anymore. She knows that next year, get that back straight, get everything working again. Now let's see if we can get towards, creeping towards that 300 pound goal and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that that's huge to make sure that you don't like think that just because you achieve something, you're done. We need to make sure that we have lifetime goals. We want them to be achievable with, like when you set a lifetime goal, it should be achievable with a lot of work. And you shouldn't be bummed out that you don't get there if you don't. Your lifetime goal needs to be set in a way, and I know we're gonna get into goal setting more next week, but your lifetime goal needs to be set in a way that allows you to continue to progress. So even if you don't achieve it, you still hit these awesome little goals along the way. Okay, and I'm gonna give an example and an anecdote next week that really drives that point home. But make sure that your, your lifetime goal is achievable for you, but you would have to really work at. Like it would take you a good bit of your lifetime to get there. That's the point of a lifetime goal or a good bit of your gym lifetime or when your numbers will start to creep down. Like Kelly's very young. She's 26 years old. She can focus on setting weightlifting goals right up until she's in her mid-40s and continue to grow in strength that way. So if you're going to set like a lifetime goal, you would set a big one, like 350 or 400-pound deadlift, which is huge. Because by working to get to that 400, she may never get there. She may never get to 350, but by working to get there, she's going to get 315. It's pretty legit, okay? Especially for a tiny girl like her. So I think that those things are important to keep in mind that we don't want to, like, you guys both, like, at least you did a great job of keeping that nice even keel. And Kelly, you had a little bit, like, a lower image of what your year was than what it actually was. You know what I mean? And stuff. But and I, like I said, I don't have a good example of somebody that was like too high on their year. But that's an, a case where people do that. And the problem with that is they, they forget about the lifetime goal and they think that they're satisfied and they don't really give themselves too hard of things to, to keep chasing after. And while we do want to celebrate when we hit a goal and we knock something out, 200 pound deadlift, Spartan beef, and we did celebrate. I think you had some beer and pizza. I think you had I a lot of beer and pizza. I ate for <laughs> She ate for like a straight week. <laughs> it was awesome. I've never seen You're her do it before. You're never more hungry than you are after you do a beast. Oh yeah, I believe it. I was hungry just watching them in parts. Um, I know. I'm like, I was there. I witnessed it. <laughs> yeah, I think the four of us demolished like. I made two. Yeah, I made so much spaghetti oh. for them. I make a very good yeah, spaghetti, by the way. And I made so much. Like Kelly watched me all day, like going through this thing with this giant pot, and they came in, and it was just gone. Just gone no <laughs> um but anyways um that should be a, a thing that you knocked out this year too managed to pr your pasta you got two pounds in this little tiny tummy oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> all about like somewhere um and the importance of salt god the importance of salt the importance oh yeah salt. that was a it big is thing. now a running joke with us about the importance of salt <laughs> salt does the body good 
Uh, last thing real quick, guys, the gym. The gym had a big year this year. We yes. were struggling. Like we've been okay with business and everything, but at the beginning of last year, it was not shaping up the way that things are this year. Um, we hadn't really found our stride yet, and we were hitting that point in business where it was like kind of make or break time. And we made a few changes along the way with good help of our, our friend Marcus from um, you know, Gym Breakthrough. Thank you, Gym Breakthrough. Um, he just recently switched to like, so. Uh, so Jim Breakthrough, um, he helped us out a lot with uh, with our stuff as, as business coach and continued on to mentor us along the way. We bit down, you know, really buckled down. Hey, Marcus, thank you, by the way. We buckled down a lot and started getting some things going here uh, that we've been wanting to go for a long time, like this uh, this video feed and podcast and everything. Started a podcast. We had a very successful member appreciation week. Yeah. Uh, we had... We've had some events along the way. We had our first charity event. Yeah, oh, we yeah. did. Got some hoodies and some Yeah, so we had some big things, some changes. Our gym is we nearly so doubled our membership. Like, and the people yeah. that we have here, I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, they're awesome, and I just want to keep growing phenomenal. this group. Uh, not only our core group who had stayed with us, tried and true for the past three years, but the people that we've had come in are add-ons. They are. You guys are core already. Phenomenal. Like, like it's awesome, and I hope that we just keep growing a core this way. I know that that's not like how most gyms grow, but for whatever reason, ours is that way, and we got a good, good group. Uh, and I can't, can't thank you guys enough that have been uh, that have been coming in, and also for the people that just kind of support it and watch the show and don't come in. You should go to the gym if you're around here. If you're not, find one of my friends around the country or something. But thank you so much for watching the show and help us get this thing going the way that we have. It's been a really good year. Yeah. Pretty excited about next year, for sure. Yeah, for those of you in the area who are looking toward, who are looking at this and saying you want to be be a part of this, you want to set good goals, you want to get fit, get healthy. Well, we have something for you. We, we are starting the strategic jumpstart six week challenge, which starts in January. Uh, six weeks, you get three one on one coaching classes. With our jumpstart program, super easy to use, plug and play with yep. just the meals that you use and it helps you figure out portion control and what to put in your body and uh, a lot of the 80-20 rule, 80% good food, 20% yep. eat what you want. Plus you have weekly calls with us, fun weekly challenges to keep you on track and progressing towards your goals. Yep. And if, at the end of the challenge, you really like what we've been giving you and it's what, everything that we are promising, you can jump straight into classes without having to go through an on-ramp. You already know everything. And if you don't want to continue with us and you want to go somewhere else, you have all the tools at your disposal within those six weeks to start tracking towards your goals. Yep. And remember guys, in that six weeks, you're going to get some one-on-one -on -one sessions along the way and stuff like that. It, it's good. You're getting a hell of a value in, in this in this course. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're interested in joining a new gym and you want to try some things and you see what we're doing, definitely a good time to get in because we've got this program just for you guys and you first of the year folks getting after it. And we will be open on the first of the year, by the way, on the 31st, but the first all day full schedule that's what a Thursday or something yeah or something? Sure. whatever during the week i know that so that somebody either me or ron are going to be here at 5 a.m knocking out classes five six nine ten all that good stuff maybe we'll even throw some extra open gyms for you folks that want to just kind of get in and get some get your swole on with some free weight free free weights how <laughs> now brown cow all right and um one more thing sorry. on the Jumpstart program, something that's unique to our to our six week challenge that's unlike one of all the other ones, is you don't have to wait for a class time to start. You can start as soon as you walk into the door. Once you 
once you say I'm ready, let's go, there's no wait two weeks. There's no, we start on this day. This is when orientation is. Nope. We set you up for classes and we start right away. You don't have to sit there and wait and talk yourself out of it in the process. That's right. And you're done. Yeah. We're going to set you up. We can show up a workout clothes and the coach available. Sometimes we can do the assessment right on the spot. Tough. And we've got enough people now. We usually do have a good an extra coach kicking around. Yeah, we found that if you if you sit and you wait those extra two weeks, one week, however many weeks to wait for the orientation, you will talk yourself out of it, and you will fall in love with that cheesecake again. Oh yeah. And you don't need to do that. If you yeah. the day that you're ready is the day that we're ready. You can have your cheesecake and eat it too. Just go <laughs> to the gym first. Yeah. Okay? We'll teach you that cheesecake ain't all that bad as long as you get some gains in the gym as well. By the way, real quick, I promise a special guest. Liz, come here. Come here, real quick. We got an athlete here, one of our stellar athletes. She's been with us from the beginning. This is Liz. What's up? Oh God, hi. Yeah. <laughs> How was your year in fitness, Liz? Um, I started out an injured runner, mm -hmm. and I took a lot of time away from lifting because I was running so much. Um which took a good toll on my body. And then, so I basically spent this year kind of trying to repair all that. Right, but you leaned out a bunch this year because you got away from lifting right. and you just dropped, like you're like, yeah, like you're fitter than when you first started, but you're like tiny, tiny, like when you first started because you yeah. built up like your power lifting for a little while. So yeah, you definitely got small again, but like fit and faster. Yeah, and part of that, led to my numbers going down a lot yep. which is something that i had to come to accept that i weighed a lot less so i was going to lift less and i hadn't been lifting consistently um so kind of like going through the cycles of being an athlete in different kinds of sports but yep. then i always end up coming back here so yeah i don't know yeah it's always like a reparative here for me but i feel like i'm in a good place good good all right well awesome. Week. we'll talk about what your goals are for next year. I don't want to know this week. <laughs> okay, Thank you so much for coming on. I do appreciate it. She's killing it. She is one of our awesome athletes here. One of my favorite demonstrators. She gets it. Unless it's the squat. We work on it. <laughs> All right, guys. And that's our year in review here at Strategic Strength and Conditioning. Again, this is your cross-the-board episode. I think that's all we've got. Um, like yeah. I said, next week, remember, if you're one of my members, um, on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve day, half day. Okay, the next day, full schedule, and that's pretty much all we got. Yeah. If you're interested in joining the gym, hop on to strategicstrong.com or click any of the apps that you will see on Instagram or Facebook, or reach out to any one of us. Private message works too. Yep. Uh, reach out, and if you're not doing it yet, go to the gym. Go to the go gym. Go to the gym. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Yeah.